The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dr. John Mendola is with us here, and we're going to talk about his book, Look Up for Your Redemption is Near. How are you today, John? I'm doing great. How are you? Um, excellent, thank you. Now, what was the inspiration behind writing this book, Look Up for Your Redemption is Near? And what motivated you to delve into spreading the word of Jesus Christ? Well, I guess it kind of boils down to my testimony. Um, so basically, I was driving to work one day listening to a Led Zeppelin CD, <laughs> and um, my CD player broke. And back then, at the time, it went through my FM modular. So when it broke, when it stopped playing, the radio landed on a station called K-Wave 107.9, and it was talking about history and the Bible. And I had no choice but to listen to it or turn it off because it was the only station that came in in the canyon. And um, I'm a guy of facts and reasons and logic, yeah. and I heard the pastor teaching on history and the Bible, and I became fascinated by it. And I went to the library and did my own due diligence because I'm the kind of guy you can't tell me anything. I, I have to, I'm a kinesthetic learner. I have to touch it and see it and, and, and experience it myself. And, um, I became interested in what they call eschatology, which is the study of end times. So that's what inspired me to write the books was basically evidence and facts. And the reason I like to share uh, with other people is because I, I think um, other people might learn the same way I do by, you know, because a lot of times you can't tell people things. Um, but when you show them or let them experience it themselves, um, it opens their eyes um, or the Holy Spirit does that for them. So um, I does that answer your question? Yeah, I think it does. And in your book, you connect his historical events mentioned in the Holy Scriptures to present-day living situations. So how do you believe this connection can help readers better understand and navigate the challenges they face today? I think what it does is it brings more reality to it. I mean, you know, you read the book of Daniel, and it actually, Daniel actually predicts all the world, you know, leaders or, or the... Um, 
everybody that has came into play from Babylon to the Grecian Empire, Roman Empire, and so on. Yeah. So I think to to look at something that's already been reading and have hindsight, um, I think that's pretty interesting. And the cool thing about the book of Daniel is it was originally written in um, a couple different languages. And in when the Septuagint came out, uh, Septuagint means 70, and what it was is 70 uh, scholars and Pharisees and scholars, scribes got together and they had to translate the Bible into Greek um, when um, the Grecian Empire uh, ruled the world. And the Greek, the Greek version, the Septuagint, was actually translated prior to Rome coming into play or Rome being a power. So um, when you look at the facts and evidence and and just how God put all this together, I, I think it's pretty incredible. And what strategies or methods did you use to simplify or clarify the message of God for readers who might find studying and understanding the Word of God a little bit challenging? <laughs> Ironically, although I'm on my third doctorate, <laughs> I'm not a good reader or speller, and, and, I, and I can't type. So. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, my writing is just very simple because that's how I understand and how I learn. So all I really do is, uh, you know, I always give the full counsel, counsel of God in my writing. So I'll give you the Bible verse and then I'll commentate on it. You know, I'll give you my take on it. But your job is Acts 1711, do as the Brians do, read the scripture, search the scripture, and see what the Spirit does, you know, says to you. So I think my job is just to make it simple, because that's how I understand, and then give you the full counsel of God and, and let the Spirit talk to you, or you do your own due diligence and see what the Word tells you. And can you share any specific examples from the book where you highlight a historical event and its significance in relation to the teachings of Jesus, and how do these connections deepen our understanding of the scriptures? Well, I kind of go back to how I got saved. So, you know, when I was driving to work and, and the radio came on and, and Pastor Chuck Smith of Calvary Chapel, Costa Mason, if you've seen the Jesus Revolution movie, that that's Pastor Chuck. So Kelsey Graham in that movie played Chuck. Um, so Chuck, Chuck kind of set the stage for the Jesus Revolution in America. America. And um, he was talking about history in the Bible and Ezekiel 36. And it says, this desolate land will become like the Garden of Eden and produce fruit for the world. And when I went and looked it up in the library, Israel was actually the fourth largest producer of fruit in the world at that time. Now I believe it's the third and produces fruit for all of Europe in the winter. So the ironic thing is in the 1890s, the Arabs and the Turks eco, eco, not ecologically wiped out Israel as far as nothing could grow there. It was mosquito infested marshland. And during the Zion movement um, in the early 1900s, the, the Jewish people bought back the land and started irrigating it. And today Israel is the third largest producer of fruit in the world and produces fruit for all, all of Europe. So that's an example of, wow, you know, this was written you know, 2,000 years ago, 
over 2000 years ago because it's in Ezekiel and you know it happened and, and Ezekiel 37 talks about um you know I will disperse my people to all the ends of the earth and they will come back and be a nation again and May 14th 1948 that happened you know Israel lost its land but never lost its citizenship and a couple thousand years later it became what it is today and that's never happened in world history before so you know there was just two things that you know historically happened that that you can't refute i mean it it happened <laughs> you know they're there in the country they're in the land they weren't at one time you know they were taken away um as far as how that gives the message of christ well, you know, I, I think that to read the Bible, you need to be able to handle the first verse of the Bible, which is in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And yeah. if you can get past that, the rest is easy. But you have to even take the stance of chance or creation right yeah. and and chance it, it that's that's kind of that's a it's a big word <laughs> when it comes to you know how we came about and and i mean look at it this way you cut your finger and it heals is that chance or is that design right i mean we're 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 a sophisticated machine and um so i i just really think showing things that ha that the Lord said would happen that have happened is a good way of presenting the gospel and Christ's love because he doesn't wish for any of us to perish, but all of us to come to repentance and be saved. And he gives us his sure word um, of how everything's going to be laid out from beginning to end. You know, he's the alpha, the mega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And he's, he's told everything in advance. So I think it's a comforting doctrine. And um, so if that answers your question, yeah. I, I, I think that's, you know, that's my take on it. How has your own theology background and personal faith journey influenced the perspectives and insights that you offer in the book? It's interesting because it, it actually took me 11 years to write the book. Wow. And when I started writing, um, you know, Satan always puts in your mind, ah, oh, you can never write a book, you know, you can't <laughs> do it. And, and I wrote a chapter at a time. So I, I literally did chapter books. Um, and in doing so, um, during that, you know, it started out as, you know, just facts and evidence. And the, and the first book was History in the Bible, which is chapter one. Um, but moving into it, um, I started getting more deeper into uh, theology and you know I started going to Bible college and you know you know then I got a PhD in theology and, and a doctorate in ministry um so but to, to answer the question I, I think just I gravitated to eschatology um so as a theologian that's my topic the study of end times throughout the book I just I get it I give examples and as you know from reading Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In the book, I I always give you the full counsel of God. I don't speculate, theorize, or, you know, I, I'm like, I'll talk about something, I'll give you the verse and say, go for it. You read about it. Um, so I, I just try to present everything very, very simple because I'm... <laughs> I'm a very simple guy. I don't yeah. I don't have a big vocabulary, but uh I just kind of point people in, in directions and in, in just easy to read, you know, words. Now with the abundance of biblical teachings and interpretations available, what do you think sets your book apart and makes it a valuable resource for readers seeking to grow in their knowledge of Jesus? I believe this was my calling, so you know, to specialize in eschatology the study of end times. I think that my approach of just being simple layman's terms, just, you know, here's the verse, here's my take on it. Um, I, I've, I think I've done a pretty good job of, of using that method. And I, I think maybe that's why my book is different, or maybe my value proposition would be, hey, I make it simple, right? I, I, even the book of Revelation, which people are scared of. I, I was in Korea years ago at a Christian conference, a book conference, and none of the publishers would publish my, my book on Revelation, the divine outline. And, and this is right, a Christian conference in Korea. And they go, Oh, it's too mystical. It's, you can't understand it. I'm like, no, no, you, you have it all wrong. It's the only book in the Bible that you're promised a blessing to read. And, um, so I, I kind of went through that. 
that. And it's one of the last chapters in the book is the divine outline, which is all 22 chapters of the book of Revelation. And, and I simplified it. Um, and it's called the divine outline. And I actually got that title from Pastor John Corson of, of Calvary in, in Oregon, um, because he he deemed the divine outline as being the simple outline of understanding the book of Revelation. So um, that that's pretty much what I went with, uh, just simplicity, easy to understand, and a roadmap, along with providing evidence with that roadmap. Like here, here's where it says, here's other places in the scripture that you'll see it tie in, and um, here's what's happening in the world. Sounds fascinating. What audience did you have in mind when you were writing the book? And how do you believe it can particularly benefit today's youth in finding the right path? My initial target audience uh, was definitely youth. And my ministry, Psalms for the World, which is kind of a a music ministry, um, we originally incorporated and set up the ministry to donate sound systems to uh, people in third world countries that were playing at churches that didn't have, you know, guitars or keyboards. Um, so it was originally um, youth oriented. And um, I love music. I play bass. And, you know, the concept was to go out and do outreaches, youth outreaches and and present the, the gospel. Um, the book itself for today, I really believe, especially the younger generations, and I have an 18-year-old and a 24-year-old, and there's a big difference between the two just, just in six years. Um, but I think kids today are really seeking information. And I think the value proposition in this book is that it gives you information, a roadmap, a foundation, and and basically study aids to draw your own conclusion. So my audience, I believe, is well, basically everybody. But if I was to pinpoint, I would say that the younger gen- generation is, is out seeking. Um, we're living in different times now. We have you know different genders and things like that. And, you know, God loves everyone and we're all his, you know, creations, right? We're his creatures. He's, he's made us all. He loves us all. And I just want to reach people and share God's love, um, through facts and evidence and logic and reason and let people just figure it out themselves. As an author and a theologian, what challenges did you face in presenting complex biblical concepts in a simplified manner? And how did you overcome them if there were any? Well, typically... I the I guess the big controversy, right? Because it, it sounds like science fiction. Yeah. Is when you get to, you know, I, I start off with history in the Bible, and I I always build a solid foundation on the past before I can go into the future because that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like hey, the Bible said this would happen, it happened. Okay, now we're talking about the events coming up, and the rapture of the church. A lot of times when I mention that word or, or start. Talking talking about the topic, people get standoffish, like, well, how could a bunch of people vanish from the earth? You know, how could that be? You know, I don't get it. It it doesn't make sense. And and people 
we'll get standoff like yeah that's that that's science fiction and again i i jump back to genesis one you know in in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and first you have to get a handle on that and i'll i'll come back at that and say hey you know it's either chance or creation so um but you know that i you get skeptics on the rapture um but the encouraging thing because actually the rapture is an encouraging doctrine um is that when that event does happen and we don't you know it's the lord says no one knows the hour of the day but we know the times and the seasons so you know to say this we, we look and we go okay well israel's back in the land and you know a lot of these things are coming into place so um you can see the times and the seasons are getting near and if somebody's skeptical well i hope and pray on my book that when the rapture comes and somebody googles you know look up for redemption is near or, or eschatology or what's going on in the world that they read my book and they go wow okay th this is reality it happened what do i need to do to follow suit and go go with these go with the plan and is there anything else you're working on at the moment any future projects that you want to use to continue to spread the message of jesus and help others deepen their faith yeah and i started on it years ago and my computer crashed when, oh, no. <laughs> when i got about 30 pages in and 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 i haven't finished but um i wrote a book based on romans 8 28 or i'm writing a book or started a book that needs to be completed called all things work together for good and it's basically my journey through life which you know i'm st still struggling you know yeah. but the, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and it's hard to be in this world and not of this world um so all things work together for good is a, a book about journeys and how you know i'm coping with them and ha have coped with them but it, it's pretty much kind of going to be a biography of my walk with the lord and how it started and, and you know how i was protected through my teens um i was actually you know voted the most likely to die at an early age in high school and that was in 81. Um, i quit drinking alcohol when i was 25 so 36 years ago um i was uh i was quite a crazy young man growing up in the late 60s early 70s in southern california during the hippie movement um so look up for your um not look up <laughs> all things work together for good will be a, a book that goes back to that and also um, I use the acronym for Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, as basic instructions before leaving earth. And the cool thing about the Bible is anything you could ever do in life can be found somewhere in the Bible. And you have King David, a, a man after God's own heart, but he was a murderer, an adulterer, I mean, pretty much a derelict, but the Lord knew his heart. So all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Purpose. That's Romans um, eight twenty eight um, goes through it and and talks about that. Uh, so the book will will talk about um, hindsight and why things happen because when they originally happened, you don't.
don't know why, but then you look back and go, okay, well, if I wouldn't have quit drinking 36 years ago, I'd be dead and I wouldn't have wrote this book. So that's why that situation happened. So I hope that answered your question. Yes. Well, in the meantime, where are we able to find this book, Look Up For Your Redemption Is Near? The distribution, I believe, is is Amazon, um, Kindle, all the digital versions, and we're working on some um, uh, some bookstores as well. But but uh, for right now, digitally, uh, worldwide. Brilliant. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you here. Well, thank you so much. I in- enjoyed the time and uh, have a blessed day. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.